Welcome to the Nurture Small Business Podcast. I'm your host, Denise Kagan, president of DCA Virtual Business Support. At DCA, we believe in small businesses and the families they support. Learn more at dcavirtual.com. John and Mark X. Cronin are the father and son team that created John's Crazy Socks, a social enterprise with a mission to spread happiness. They bootstrapped their business into the world's largest sock store. John is not only a business owner, but he has Down syndrome. Every day, John and Mark show what people with differing abilities can do. More than half their colleagues have a differing ability, and they show their gratitude through Giving Back program. That program has raised nearly a half a million dollars for their charity partners. Most of all, they're spreading happiness one pair of socks at a time. Mark, John, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us on. Thanks so much. We love being here with you, Denise. Thank you. I am so excited to talk to you all. So, John, I understand you like to dance. You like to dance? I do. <laughs> I love dance. What's your favorite dance move? My favorite is a hip hop. You hip hop. Okay, perfect. Do you give names to your dance moves or do you just let it flow? Both. Both? Okay. Both. Both. I, I, I think like uh, run my own dance camp. You want to run your own dance camp? It's not enough being a sock tycoon. I am. You're going to have a dance camp. Yeah. Okay. Well, I so can't tell you no. <laughs> I mean, he's so successful already. So from sock tycoon to dance camp, I mean, that's really admirable. Clearly, John, you have a big heart and I can see this. I do. And your big heart also shows through with your give back program. Can you tell our listeners just a little bit about that? Well, we'll start with, you know, what's our mission, pal? I spread happiness. And what do you say the keys to happiness? I graduated for others. So we're so fortunate to get to do what we do that we built this giving back program, which is baked into everything we do. It's not, well, let's wait to the end of the year and see if we made money, we'll write a check. So we started by pledging 5% of our earnings to the Special Olympics. And why the Special Olympics? I am Special Olympics athlete. Yes, you are. How old are you? I'm tw- I 26. And when did you start playing Special Olympics? When I was five years old. Right. So he's been doing oh my his gosh, two decades. Um, and it's kind of without the Special Olympics, there'd be no John's crazy songs. What he's learned mm. there, uh, you love the Special Olympics. I do. So we started there, but we've gone on to create products that celebrate and raise awareness for causes and raise money for those causes. So what was the first awareness sock we created? The first one is a Downers from Awareness Socks. And who designed that? I did. You did, right? So they celebrate people with Down syndrome and raise money for the National Down Syndrome Society. But we've gone on to create autism socks yep. and cerebral palsy. And, and we have an animal rescue. Pet rescue socks. Mm. We are um, healthcare superhero socks who say thank you to frontline workers during the pandemic. That raised That's over fantastic. $1,000 for frontline workers. And, and then there are other things we'll do. We have a charity fundraising program. We sponsor an autism can-do scholarship, a $5,000 scholarship. In fact, we will announce the winner of this year's contest next week. So it's not enough to just sell stuff. You got to give back. You got to connect. And that's important to our colleagues and to our customers. And so when the customers, you know, if you're a customer, you buy from us, you share in that giving back. You become a philanthropist with us. Absolutely. 
I, I, I love that concept of building it directly into your business instead of waiting to the end of the year to see what's left. So why socks? Why socks? It's fun. It's colorful. It's creative. I'll always let me be me. John wore these crazy socks his whole life. We used to drive around looking for them. So it was his idea. It was his idea to start a business and your idea to sell socks. I did. Because we figured if John loved these socks this much, surely other people would too. And we could find our tribe. And it turns out you got a big tribe. (laughs) (laughs) So you have built this business to a $10 million business. So, I mean, I want to, I want to, Put this out there for our listeners. This is not just a small at home operation. This is a $10 million business. Well, then, and let's be clear now we've done considerably more than that. But each year, now, now we're closer to on an annual basis, about $3 million a year. Okay. We started just the two of us and we bootstrapped it. We've been very fortunate to assemble a really great team of people. We have a great strategic partner, which gives us manufacturing capability. But yes, we've been fortunate to be able to grow this on the idea of spreading happiness and and built it this way because it's a social enterprise. So being social, and I understand there's a difference between that and social media, but I do want to point out your social media just a little bit. Because as I was looking at your bio and your information, you guys have been featured on national broadcasts, multiple different outlets. You have 240,000 Facebook followers. Okay. That's a quarter of a million. That is huge. You have 29,000 five-star reviews. How did you make that happen? Well, they're they're related and they're separate things. So we'll, we'll take one part, right? Yes, we have a social mission of showing what's possible, showing what people with different abilities can do. We have our giving back program. But at its core, we have to operate a great business. We sell directly to consumers through our website. So the website has to be great. The selection has to be great. How many different socks do we have now? We have uh, 4,000 different socks. 4,000. Oh, my goodness. What that means, John here owns the world's largest sock store. Well, congratulations, John. Thank you. You have to have great products. You mentioned we have over 29,000 five-star reviews. Mm-hmm. You have to have great service. We do same-day shipping. An order comes in today, it's going out today. We do better shipping than Amazon. But what do you put in every package? Every package gets a thank note and a candy. Every package gets thank you note and candy. So we've now shipped over 375,000 packages to 88 different countries. But if we get an order between our office and our home, what are you doing? I'm staying home home delivery. Just like the day one when we started with home deliveries, he's still doing home deliveries. So part of it is you have to have that great business operation. So there's no excuses for that. And that supports everything we do. The social media aspect, that is an outgrowth of our approach of working, of what we're trying to do and working with our customers. We are not looking for transactions. We're not looking to make a quick buck now. We're looking to create relationships that will sustain over time. So we built our social media by sharing with our audience and bringing them into the experience. We don't use our social media to say, buy this, buy this. We'll share what we're doing and what's going on. So today, literally today, we are moving to larger space. 
So we're doing Facebook Live, sharing that. We're taking pictures of our last day here and working with the movers. And, you know, it's dance moves. It's showing what our colleagues can do. That's part of our mission. Showing what people with different abilities can do. No broccoli. No broccoli. (laughs) Your mother says, you have to eat this. It's good for you. It's fun. (laughs) And it's showing people as they are. So, you know, it's that engagement. Now, I'll give you a concrete example of it. If you run an e-commerce business, or really any business, your email list is one of your most important assets. Definitely. Right? Those 240 some odd thousand Facebook followers, they don't belong to us. They belong to Facebook. Mm-hmm. But our email list is ours, is ours. We have that because our customers have said, I trust you with my email address. We have to respect that and watch what we do. So here's a reality. Every time we send out an email, we get a blip in sales. And every business does. So think about it. That's why some businesses send you with three or four emails a day. Who the heck? <laughs> Nobody wants that. So we're very careful in how we work with our email list. One, if you stop opening our emails, we stop sending them to you. We don't want to bother you. We don't want to pester you. We send out two emails a week. We're not going to overload you. One of those is the email you send every Friday. Absolutely. All it is is John sharing what he's up to, sharing what's on his mind. We're not selling you something. We're not saying buy this. So in the email world, one of the things you measure is your open rate. And if you can get a 20% open rate, you're doing great. Yes. We have a 43% open rate on our emails. That's incredible. Because we're engaging with customers. We're not viewing them as just somebody that's going to buy stuff. Oh, we want them to buy and they will over time. But they're sharing the experience of what we're doing. Everything you're saying is saying, you know, we we operate on a relational basis. You know, we have a cause that we're very connected to. This is the purpose, the reason the business started. And you share that very transparently with the people that you communicate with. You've done an amazing job. I am thoroughly impressed. There's nothing we do that is the proverbial rocket science. It's all pretty basic. It seems so simple and obvious. We know what we're about. What's our mission? I explain heaven. And that drives everything. It's not just some idle language. It drives our decision-making. It drives what we sell and, and how we work with people. And we have five pillars around which we built the business. They become manifest in everything we do. And everybody helps. You know, here's an example. One of those pillars is we're going to make this personal. We're going to make personal connections. It sounds very much like you have. So, you know, one example, what do you put in every package? Um, a digging note and candy. You get a handwritten thank you note from John. Yes, we copy it. And you get a package of candy. But if you call our office, the phone will be answered by one of our happiness creators. There's no script. We don't time what they do. It's going to be a human conversation. And we know it's going to be a great one because our colleagues are engaged and we trust them and we know what they're doing. Or, you know, here's another one. One day, one of our packers, we do our own fulfillment. So we run our own pick and pack warehouse. Uh One one of our packers comes and says, you know, we sell socks for diabetics, these high compression socks. And we're sending them candy. What's wrong with this picture? (laughs) So now, very observant. Of sugar free candy. Mm. That if you want a diabetic socks, that's what we send you. 
It's simply because we're paying attention and everybody does. Everybody contributes. It sounds like you've built an incredible team and I'm just, I'm very impressed with it, but tell me, I've heard a lot of things about logistics from other people I've interviewed. Is that your biggest challenge right now? The supply chain issues are very real and they're very challenging. We are fortunate to one degree because we have a great strategic partner, a third generation family business has been manufacturing socks for 60 years. So they've They can figure a lot of this out. We find ways around things, but it's also an approach we have. So here's an example. If you go to our website, everything we have on our website is in stock and we'll ship. We do same day shipping. So you don't have to worry. Am I going to get this? Will this show up? We only offer things that we physically have here. So we protect our customers from that. Now, if an item sells out, There may be uncertainty of when we'll replace it, but then we take it down from our website. So we also work to find different suppliers and we'll air freight things in to make sure that we have. So that's a, you know, that's a reality we're dealing with and everybody is, but there's no paraphrase the movie. There's no crime in business. (laughs) <laughs> you just have to figure out what you're going to do. So we have that challenge, yes. And, and and part of our challenge is finding how do we grow? How do we, we have very happy customers. We have very loyal customers. How do we grow to reach a larger audience, to create more jobs, to be able to give back more? That's always a challenge. I, I understand that completely. So I've got a couple of questions and I'm trying to figure out which way I want to go. Let's let's talk about nonprofits. Uh, I believe it was John actually mentioned several different types of nonprofits that you've worked with. Do you have a specific program to partner with those nonprofits? And if you do, how does it work? Well, the answer is yes. We have a, a broad range. So let me kind of go the, along the gamut. We will create what we call our awareness socks and awareness products. We have blankets and things that are related to a cause that we'll get behind. And then we'll work with, we'll find the right charity partner for that. So, oh, here's an example. We had a, we started last year, our first annual sock design contest. And part of the winner is we would then make that into an awareness sock and donate them 10% of the sale of that winning sock design to a charity partner. Well, the winning design turned out to be, I love you socks in sign language. Oh, I love that. So we found the Lexington School for the Deaf, which is the largest school for the deaf in New York State. And we called them up and said, we want to give you money um, and we want to shine a light on the work you're doing. So first week of June, we're going to kick off and introduce those socks and those will raise money for the Lexington School for the Deaf. So that's one approach. We also have now a whole series of services and products for nonprofits and, and charities. So we make custom socks that nonprofits have used for, in a number of different ways. Some have resold them to raise money and we help them with that. We can sell them to our store and they get the proceeds. Some have used them as thank you gifts or donor incentives. Mm-hmm. Uh, the College of the Holy Cross up in Massachusetts, they ran a campaign. If you donated money, you got a pair of socks and raised $800,000, which was pretty good. Um, Mm -hmm. But we'll work, you know, with PTAs that have done the same. We also have a charity fundraising program, Ah. which is touchless and remote, and it's very simple. 
If you have a charity, we give you a charity code. You give that to your supporters. They come and buy something at our store. That customer gets a free gift with their order. And 10% of that sale goes to your charity. So we've now done that with hundreds of charities, many of which have come back each year now. We're in the second two and a half years we've been doing it. Many have come back and have done this on an annual basis. We also have gift programs. We'll donate boxes of socks for charity auctions. There are a lot of different ways we can work with charities. Okay. So it was sort of a self-serving question there because I'm affiliated with several nonprofits. I was like, hey, I might be able to help you and you might be able to help the nonprofits. So I appreciate all that. We're going to have a little bit of conversation around that after we finish the podcast. Okay. So final question for the day, maybe next to the last question. What is your most fun socks? And this, this is for John specifically. What is your most fun sock that you've done? What's your favorite pair of socks? My favorite pair. Those are my favorite socks. These are a downed from superhero socks. This my design. Um, You're a superhero. I, I, I'm a superhero. And whose picture is that? It's me. Your face is on the sock. You like that? <laughs> yeah. So it, it's a cartoon rendition of you as a superhero. I absolutely love that. But maybe you could share with Denise, what socks do you wear every Saturday? Pooping with your socks. Poop emoji socks. <laughs> you can take the boy out of junior high, but you can't take the junior high out of the boy. <laughs> no. I get up one day and I'm realizing all of a sudden we have a bunch of poop related socks. And when I asked, they just kept saying, Here's John. Here's John. <laughs> Oh, that's a lot of fun. Don't lose that youthful exuberance. Don't ever lose that. Okay. So John, Mark, how can our listeners find you after the show? Uh, you can find us at johnscrazysocks.com. johnscrazysocks.com. You can also check out. We now have our own podcast. It seems most of America does. What's our podcast? Uh, the Spreading Happiness Podcast. Where's Giant The Spreading Happiness Podcast, a half hour of just trying to make people feel good, catching up with what John's up to, share some good news stories. Yes. We we tell some jokes. Yes, yes. We bring people up to speed on your love life. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Plus, every Tuesday, what do you host? I host a dance party uh, every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. An online dance party will get up to 100 people dancing on Zoom. Um, What better way to spread happiness? And we're on all the social media platforms, so particularly Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Right. You love those TikTok videos, don't you? I do. Um, And and it's like this. We want to kind of invite people into this world. Invite people into a world where you support each other, where there's happiness, where there's joy. And when people buy from us, they become part of the experience. So you're going to get great socks, right? We have over 29,000 five-star reviews. But you're also going to get get a great experience. You're going to get them right away. But also, you enable us to hire people with different abilities. You enable us to give back. You support our advocacy work. We've testified twice before Congress. We've spoken at the United Nations. And most of all, you help us spread happiness. 
Well, here's to spreading happiness. I appreciate the both of you for being on here today. Well, Denise, thank you so much. Thank you, Denise. You're welcome. Thank you for joining me for today's Nurture Small Business podcast, where the focus is on business growth, technology, and people strategies to help your business thrive. At DCA Virtual Business Support, our focus is making your business operations run smooth so you can focus on growth. Reach out to me at denise at dcavirtual.com if you'd like to learn more.